We start with breaking news. Michael Burham, the man that triggered a massive multi-agency and multi-day manhunt in Berkeley County, has escaped from jail in Pennsylvania. Breaking news anchor Nick Reagan is standing by at our first alert desk with the latest. And Nick, do authorities have any idea where Burham is headed or how he even escaped? Uh, yeah, guys, right now we don't know how he escaped, but police in New York and Pennsylvania, they also have no idea where Burham could be headed, but they have started taking some precautions. Around midnight, the Jamestown Police Department in New York sent an alert to people living in the area saying Burham had escaped at 1120 last night, asking everyone to stay alert. The Post Journal reports a Pennsylvania state police helicopter is currently combing the Warren area for Burham, while roadblocks have been set up along the road leading from Pennsylvania to New York. Officials with the city of Warren say the FBI have been notified. Now, the 34-year-old was wanted on multiple charges out of New York, including sexual assaults, murder, and kidnapping, and traveled to South Carolina in May. He was ultimately captured in the Hugey area by the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office and the FBI after a four-day manhunt and a tip from the public. Now, we have reached out to authorities for more information on how Burham was able to escape. We'll bring that to you just as soon as we get that information. That's the latest here from our first alert desk. Meteorologist Joey Silvine here. Sunshine out the door, warm muggy this morning with temperatures in the 80s. We'll be in the low 90s by lunchtime uh, from just after lunchtime through the afternoon and into the evening. There will be some scattered showers and storms. Keep an eye out for that and the storms could produce a lot of lightning, heavy rain today. Uh, they'll slowly die down this evening over night will dry out and by tomorrow morning starting out at 75 on our Saturday. Saturday we'll have to dodge some scattered afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Rain chance will be down a little bit this weekend. Lowest on Sunday with just a slight chance of an afternoon storm. High temperature around 94. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. Those who live in the Green Pond community in Colleton County are honoring and remembering the lives of six people who were killed over the weekend. The Colleton County Sheriff's Office is investigating their deaths as murders following a house fire. The Colleton County Sheriff's Office is embedding investigating again those instances right now. Now, last night, a vigil was held with a balloon release to remember their lives. We spoke with family members who say it's important to forgive in the healing process. We want people to know that justice will be served and may God just continue to heal us all and that we all forgive. Even though it's hard, we got to forgive because that's what God did. And that's going to give us the peace that we really need. And there was one survivor in the fire, a 13-year-old who lent deputies to Ryan Manigo, the man that's charged in connection to that incident. No motive has been determined. More money is being offered for information that leads to an arrest in a case where a woman was found with serious injuries in the road on James Island. Jen Drummond was found on Woodland Shores Road last month, but their cause of her injuries remains unknown. There is now an $8,000 reward for information, with her family offering to raise it up to $10,000 if necessary. Drummond's family says she's finally out of her coma and she is actively recovering. The sheriff's office's latest lead showed three pictures of vehicles captured on camera in the area where Drummond was found. They are blurry, but the sheriff's office says those pictures are possibly of a pickup truck, a sedan, and an SUV. Anyone with information can call the sheriff's office or Crime Stoppers.
The Charleston Animal Society says that the eight puppies that were found in a plastic container behind a North Charleston store are almost ready for adoption. The puppies were found huddled in a plastic tub behind a Best Buy. Now that tub was sitting in the hot sun and the puppies had burned paws and stomachs. A team of veterinarians did give those puppies fluids, cooling baths, vaccinations and dewormers to fast track their healing process. And now the shelter says the puppies are ready for their forever homes and they'll be up for adoption this weekend. The new leader for the Charleston County School District has laid out his plans for the first 100 days in the role. Dr. Eric Gallion spoke yesterday saying his focus is listening, learning and finding where opportunities may exist in the district. He said success would mean creating a detailed report about those findings. Gallion also addressed concerns with his health, sharing that he was diagnosed with kidney cancer four years ago. He says he's now in remission and looks forward to continuing his journey at CCSD. With the start of the school year just a month away, Colleton County School District's interim superintendent says she's got some big plans. Jessica Williams was named interim superintendent in June after her predecessor, Dr. Valerie Cave, resigned earlier in the summer. Williams says her main goal for the district is unity, asking parents to be involved and encouraging them to volunteer in schools. She says test scores aren't where she wants them to be, so the district hired an additional math content specialist and will hold a math academy. She also addressed staffing shortages, saying they've caused a lot of creative, used a lot of creative methods to fill every open position that they can. Brand new funding for the Charleston County Public Library System will help provide digital literacy skills for the community. And CCPL was one of the 200 libraries nationwide selected to get $6,000 in funding to cover the cost of workshops and basic technology skills. Destiny Kennedy is live outside of Bees Ferry West Ashley Library. And Destiny, what are some of the technology programs that people can expect from those libraries? Some of these programs include topics such as internet use, cybersecurity, and video conferencing. Most of the libraries offer some form of tech training that includes computer fundamentals, how to use Office, navigate the web, and several other topics. This grant will help grow these programs and create more. One new addition is adding Spanish translators to help those community members who are Spanish speakers. Associate Director of Community Engagement at CCPL, Kathleen Montgomery, says the community's response has been extremely positive and this grant will only enhance their experience. We get a, a great response from adults um, and families for them to be able to learn a new skill or to practice a skill that they might already have. Um, and we, we offer everything from basic how to use a mouse um, and keypad or all the way up to photo editing um, skills and how to use specific softwares. So um, it's, uh, this grant is a really great fit for us and it's really going to allow us to enhance what we're already offering. CCPL is working to narrow down which branches get the new programs. I'm told several will benefit from the grant. Workshops will be held online or in person this fall and winter. In West Ashley, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. President Joe Biden touted his economic policies to South Carolinians during his visit to a manufacturing company in West Columbia. He celebrated the $11 billion in clean energy investments that companies are making here in the state. Speaking at Flex Limited, the president said he isn't taking a victory lap just yet and that there's more work to be done. I'm not here to declare victory on the economy. 
I'm here to say we have a plan that's turning things around quickly, but we have a lot more work to do. When I came to office, we had a fundamental decision to make. Would we continue down the trickle-down economic path, a policy that's failed us time and again, that grew inequality, that saw jobs shift overseas, towns hollowed out? When I ran, I promised we would not continue down the trickle-down path. The president also called out state Republicans who voted against the Inflation Reduction Act and other legislation. Senator Tim Scott, a potential 2024 presidential opponent for Biden, is not a fan of Bidenomics. Scott voted against the Inflation Reduction Act and says despite the money coming to the state, Biden is hurting the economy. The most important thing he could do on this uh, tour is to apologize. He needs to be on an apology tour, leading our country to the highest inflation since we've seen since the Jimmy Carter years. 16% of inflation in the last two years, which translates into $10,000 of lost spending power for every family in this country on average. Scott also voiced his support for private over public investment, saying the private sector is able to create more jobs than the public sector. Former South Carolina governor and GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley also commenting on the president's trip. She tweeted, if Joe Biden really thinks Bidenomics is working, he definitely needs to take a mental competency test. We made it. It's finally Friday. Today is July 7th. This date has a special meaning for a certain British rock band. On this date in 1968, the Yardbirds broke up, leading to guitarist Jimmy Page to form the new Yardbirds. That band would go on to become Led Zeppelin. The original lineup of Led Zeppelin would play its final show in Berlin 12 years later on this day in 1980. In 1954, Memphis DJ Dewey Phillips became the first DJ to play an Elvis Presley record when he premiered That's All Right. Celebrating birthdays today, drummer Ringo Starr is 83, comedian Jim Gaffigan is 57, and country singer Maddie Font of Maddie and Tay is 28. Here's hoping you are celebrating the end of the work week. I know I am. From all of us here at Live 5 and Morning Y'all, hope you have a great weekend. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you Monday. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.